Hello everyone and welcome to T&D&D. I was about to say Magical Tea Party. Technically it is, but you know, it's called T&D&D. I'm a professional, don't worry. Today we're joined by not Laura. Everybody gasp. (gasps) Thank you, because instead we have James. Hello. Hello. Um... Those devote followers of the channel, those, like, maybe one of them that we have might know this person. Uh, they, they, you were in Out of the Abyss for yes. the, the two sessions that that went on. Yeah, yeah. Well, technically three, but we, <laughs> you know, that, we, we didn't record the first one. Oops. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that was, that was a bit of a, an oopsie. <laughs> easy mistake to make just forget to record it you know yeah um but i also talk smack about you all the time on this podcast so it's great for you to finally come and be talked smack yeah. to straight to your face <laughs> yeah i've been hearing like all this like stuff like oh you met you made a character who's like doesn't have any motivations and i'm like yeah what of it shut up <laughs> you have more it's just that they really weren't, like, things that you could push towards until maybe level 15. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like... Like, it, there's there's a lot of stuff going on with Aerolith that he kind of wants to do, but it's like, that doesn't come into play until way later. Yeah, uh, that's what hiatuses are for, my friends. Yep. Uh, but today, as per a single comments request, we got a request! I know! It's amazing. I'm. Um, I think now we can call ourselves famous. That's the. That's the rule. Yeah, you you get one request, and it's like, well, instantly, I'm like, incredibly famous. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Um, yeah. I forgot the commenter's name. I feel like it was just Dave. I have to check. Uh, oh, he's he's checking. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna personally thank this person. Because uh, I'm in charge of answering all the comments, basically. That's that's my job. That's ah. the only other thing I do outside of recording. Because I know the D&D things, and when people comment three-page-long essays about a spell that I've talked about, I, I Laura isn't qualified to handle that. <laughs> yeah, it's just Dave. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. My Thank you, Dave. Commented 17 minutes ago. We really did... Um, take that into account we were gonna do pick that up fast next time you're on we'll do the other one that we planned but you know we gotta give the the can we call them fans or just the guy that commented i don't know we'll say we We gotta give them fans we can call them fans i'm gonna be humble for now james uh when i hit 100 subscribers i will start calling them guys (laughs) ah all right you know the stereotypical thing but what are we rambling about we're here to talk about what is it? Player character deaths, which we've, um, <coughs> you know, we do, we do kind of have a few under our belt, uh, which is unfortunate. Um, obviously when a player character dies, it's, uh, detrimental to the whole party, including, uh, the player whose character has died. Um, but there comes a lot of, uh, things when uh, a player character dies so i don't know let's start off with you jake i I feel like i've taken over by the way you could take over all you want man (laughs) (laughs) um 
But yeah, um, starting off with you, Jake, let's talk about Eberron. Okay, we're, we're going straight there, okay. Yep. <laughs> All right, so Xander, very interesting character. Um, mm-hmm. The only evil one that I've made that made sense. Yep. I think. Um, and he was very, very powerful in combat, being... You know, a, a gunslinger and me just having yeah, very he, he good had luck. He a lot of attacks. He had maybe four around if he wanted to, but then yep. um, we were in a lovely forge that got taken over by mm-hmm. a bunch of lovely fire newts and a few ogres and I guess a hag that we fought. That was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, a hag uh, as well. Yeah, I like that. But um, it was it was a pretty cool dungeon, but... You know how players really fixate on this one thing and they just really try to do it, it even though they could just move along and it's fine? That was the death of Xander. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I don't fully understand everyone's obsession with um, trying to jump over a lava pit. Um, sure, it's a cool achievement, but it's like a successful athletic save and that's it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, that was the curse of the three nat ones that came up. Yeah. I, oh, God, it was three nat ones as well, yeah. Yeah, there were athletics, acrobatics, and athletics. All of, all of Both of those skills I am proficient in mm-hmm. <laughs> is Xander. Um, basically, the, the problem started when, I'm not blaming anyone for this, it was a collective fuck-up from everyone, just in general. It was not going well. Um, oh, yeah. It was when our uh, wizard, played by the lovely Rob, uh, misty-stepped to the other mm-hmm. side to go fight things on the other side. That was cool. I don't think they could misty-step back. I don't know if they had the spell slots to do that. Um, but it ended up with them over there and i can't remember exactly how but rich's character like a paladin cleric leaps over as well just with passive strength score because strong as yeah because he has like 20 strength and it was like a it was like a 20 foot gap so i was just like yeah you can you can jump that the, the math works out mm. uh but my my character was this was a strength dump because mm-hmm. i wanted to be good at most things uh, and strength did not qualify, so I'm sitting there with eleven, being the only real character who couldn't feasibly get o- like over without help or a very good roll. Uh, yeah. So we kind of like two on one side, two on the other. Both of us begin like the two parties having been split. You handled split parties pretty well. I'll give you that. Um, yeah. We Thank you. both went through the dungeon a bit to see if we could kind of like meet at the end and uh me and uh ryan's character orpos that i was with both like heard clanging and were like hmm maybe not that way and turned back around and the other guys did a bit of like like investigating opening doors looking around and we both eventually ended up like back at the lava pit with the two parties stood looking at each other on opposite ends we were like uh can i can we get over there? And then Ryan's character just jettisons over. And I'm just there yep. on my own. And then the paladin comes over. 
and then tries to jump back with me on his back and oh boy <laughs> yeah that was uh the first of many nat ones yeah it um it followed the it followed rich's character managing to get out with a levitate spell in clutch but at the cost of nobody could save me <laughs> yeah uh so there i was d- dying in lava yep and i mean it was it was just bad luck on everyone's part um there was you could only really save one person and it 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 was like a, a like last minute decision it was but... i understand the decision because uh rich's character hadn't really done much wrong <laughs> Uh, That's true. They d- that is true. They did one bad roll and were actually really helpful in getting everyone there and back, and then they fell, um, and therefore, boop, they he got yep. saved, and I did not because I had been a nuisance for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? Uh, that kind of plays into, I think, one of the the like more positive sides of. Uh, play character death which is when your character dies um obviously it's like a a detriment and it kind of like sucks for a a good while but you can come up with a new character a character that you may love less a character that you may love more that and i think you've came up with like a pretty cool character now i did a 180 and made a chaotic good cleric of the path of light uh, Heck yeah. And I, I enjoy it more, having more of a moral compass in comparison. Oh, yeah, yeah. When, once you've got, like, that moral compass, it's like, oh, there's my driving force. <laughs> haven't had too much room to play with it so far because we haven't had too many interactions with, uh, like, morally grey stuff at the moment. It's just been good and bad, which... I can yeah, yeah. I can respect, but Eberron is going to very slowly lean into some very morally grey shit because I know how you work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like I like to start off with like, hey, here's like a basics to lead you into it, and now I'm going to like throw you in with some like morally grey stuff, and you're like, well, now I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I came out with uh, one of my favorite characters I've ever made for it. They're like a karate cleric i flavor a lot of their spells as them doing freaking karate moves it's like so cool um but i i've died a lot recently um sometimes it's abrupt and it sucks like the xander thing where sure i i liked him Mm -hmm. and i wanted to keep playing him but like i've got a better one now it was still just really awkward (laughs) everyone there's there's yeah. two types of player. Well, there's there's a lot more than two types, but the two main types that have come up in my games so far is oh no, they have died. We are upset. Uh, and well, that sucks. Let's keep going. Um, most of them yeah. have been number two because of generally the casual tone mm. of our groups, which is slowly dissolving with Dragon Heist. I feel like if someone were to die in that, it would actually be a big deal in comparison. Yeah, like, if you take some of the, like, character deaths that, um, that we've had, uh, as your players, um, 
that it's like a lot more like oh no they're dead oh oh what with this oh no and then if someone was to die in Waterdeep then there are actual like consequences to mm, that definitely if um I think we said in the last episode or something if patch dies the campaign ends I don't know if I said that in an episode or just yeah. in a call but if patch dies the game ends I, I, I think I think that was that was in a call that because it was like oh Patch is dead. Uh-oh, here's Halam come to, like, kill us all. Uh-oh. Not only that, but, like, I think Laura would just hate D&D because Patch is the only character she's made that she likes. Yeah. Um, but there's certainly, like, depending on how invested your characters are in the story and how your players are invested in the story and that character, it can have different results. Um, yeah. I, th I find that... I like I like the homebrew campaign I ran for you all till level fifteen. I felt like I really wasn't doing my best job because it started in a game store, and people just came in with a bunch of blank slates that I didn't have much to work with. So I pretty much just pushed them through a story that I wanted to tell, and that was the vibe for the whole campaign. Even months after we'd switched to roll twenty, and it became a lot more personal. Um, yeah, so. like I mean, to be fair, when I first joined in, there wasn't like a like people had like uh like cool character concepts and that um i think uh i can't remember his name but what was chris's original character the one that i didn't get to uh see? the one that you had to like pick up the dirt of uh meadowmorn that was his name meadowmorn yeah um i i never got to meet meadowmorn because meadowmorn had literally died this session before i joined and then when i did join uh we were introduced to goob <laughs> Uh, which was Chris's other character, and it's like, oh, I'm a frog with a gun, and I was like, that's that's kind of cool. I like that. Goob's pretty fun. Goob was a pretty fun concept. Yeah, Goob is fun. Um, yeah. but like, half of the party in that game had experienced a character death, and it hadn't really impacted too much. Um, Metamorn dying, yeah. I think, made you guys a bit afraid of the Bone Claw. That's about it. Before that faded off five sessions yeah, yeah, later yeah. when you just absolutely annihilated it. Um, True. Well, pretty much just the paladin with a bit of help from the monk. Um, yeah. I mean, from my experience, um, I think I had two characters die mm -hmm. uh, in that one campaign. Um, the first one was Dan. Uh, Dan, admittedly, was kind of like a mercy killing because I was... It was my first time playing a wizard, and it hadn't really clicked with me yet. Uh, ever since then, I've kind of been playing Aerolith, and Aerolith is super, super fun to play because I can just do whatever I want mm -hmm. with it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I kind of let Dan die because I was just like, you know what, I'm going to let this dude die. It'll be kind of cool, but I can play with my new character. The beloved Scrout, the Goblin Artificer, yes. and my god, I, I ha I've had a lot of fun with characters. I think I've the most fun I've had with a character was probably, I'd like to say Scrout. <laughs> um, but then the infamous incident happened that I think, I don't think you've explained on this channel yet, it's... Jake. Um <sighs> But you've brought it up several times. It's honestly because I can't remember every detail of it. All I know was Scrout was flying around and he died. I can't remember exactly how. I I can I can tell you exactly how Please. it happened. So <laughs> we we had 
a lot of odds stacked against us. Um, in your eyes, you you've been saying it's fair, and in my brain, I'm like, how how is any of it fair? My boy, you guys died. weren't supposed to fight them. There was a negotiation aspect, like. But then I think someone just said, I just want to kill you. And then it went bad. That was Yeah. A, I don't even I don't even think that was That me. was um that, that was Rich. Was someone else. That was Rich. Um who then yeah. Laura proceeded to translate for. Uh her character died as well there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Her character I, died as well. Generally, that was the um, point in the game where I felt like CR was being thrown out of the window and then I realized, oh, Beholders are one of the few monsters who actually adhere to their CR rating late game. Oh, yeah. They should have been level 13 for that. Like, Beholders are crazy good. Uh, yeah, Beholders are... And insane. I also put a Mind Flayer with them, which uh, instantly yeah. took control of the rogue for the entire fight. Um, Goob was yeah. just running around. Goob had a theme in that campaign of just stabbing his allies constantly because people made him. Yeah, it was it was never his fault. It was always like someone had control over him, and it was just this weird sort of situation of like, oh no, he's been controlled again. Looks like we've got to fight our friend for like the hundredth time. But um, how how did Scout die more specifically? Oh, I remember the events very specifically. Um, it started off with everyone beginning to run away uh we all realized that this was not a fight we could win and so we had to get out i had a genius idea i wanted to cast fly myself get around 30 feet up in the air and leave now there was another thing i could have done uh which ever since the incident i have replayed in my head over and over <laughs> again to see if i would survive and i guarantee that i would i guarantee if I bonus action disengage, which I can do because I am a goblin, uh, bonus action disengage and then action dashed, I could have gotten out of there completely fine. But my idea was to cast fly on myself, go up about 30 feet, and then move 30 feet out of the way. This is when, um, unfortunately, uh, the beholder turned around and kind of looked at me and I fell 30 feet and died. Oh, shit. That was how it happened? Was it full and, damage? Yeah, oh, it was full oh, damage. I feel bad. Full damage killed no. me. And I think it was a yeah. minotaur, right? That ended it? Um, yeah, I had made one death save and I was like, you know what? I've, I've passed. I can, I can get out of this. This is, I can do this. And then the Minotaur came over and, like, made me fail two death saves. And I was like, well, all right, cool. And then I failed another one. And I was just like, all right, um, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> that was a very interesting encounter. Um, the main reason you didn't die oh, sooner yeah. was because uh, Scott's character, Stumpy, Barbarian, was, like, 1v5-ing a, a bunch of Minotaur while, like, restrained. <laughs> yep. Which was crazy. That dude had a lot of health. He had so much health. Max constitution and the tough feet and being a freaking... What was it? I think he was a hill dwarf or a mountain dwarf. I can't remember. But crazy uh, good. Hill dwarf, I think. Crazy good health. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was the death of Scrout. Uh, and also, mm. 
simultaneously the death of Edwin, Laura's first character, which she mentioned in the last episode of having yeah. a lot of love for, but not really feeling like near the end, it was like, what am I doing? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, Edwin, Edwin was a cool character, to be fair. Um, but, like, obviously, as stated before, with the death of an old character comes the beginnings of a new character. And, you know, a lot of people like to try out new stuff. Um, I think I, I think there's several classes I've not played in D&D, &D, and at that point I was like, okay, I'm going to result to homebrew. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff you can sort of conjure up once your character dies and it means you can try a lot of new things that fit within the world maybe you when you're later on in the game you want to try and write a character that already fits into the story um my next character um i can't even remember let's, his name now it's, um let's not none yeah none i thought you were about to talk about the other one the one yeah. that you've got ready uh none uh, oh, the one I've got ready. No, oh, well, oh, I don't, well, I don't want to. No, no. We that all one. of our, all of the players in that campaign watch this, and they're going to be spoiled. Yeah, shit like, yeah. So I am. Let's... I'm not spoiling any of my new characters for you guys. <laughs> you guys will never know. Fuck you. Until my character leaves. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Um. But yeah, Nanik. I very much liked him. He was yeah, cool. both. Both Nanik and Lockett played into the story. Lockett was uh, involved with um, Dreykels in some way. He was the big bad evil guy. And, um, yeah, the evil lich dude. And, um, uh, kind of, um, it was like a enemy of uh, him. So it kind of played into the story nicely. Uh, Nanique was specifically hunting, uh, specifically hunting uh, one individual who worked for Drycalls, and then was like, "Well, uh, I guess I'll stick around with you guys because this must be like my greater calling to kill this dude as well." Nanique played into the story, yeah. Scrout didn't really; um, he was his own sort of entity, but. Uh, you kind of turn uh, Lucivi, his like contractor, into a villain who worked for Drakels, and that kind of worked because he was just like, "Oh, you like screwed me over. You ruined the contract. I'm gonna try kill you now." Never got there. Sad times. Never got there. No. Um, but I I think that those were those character deaths were opportunities to really just make the game somewhat like more vivid if you know what i mean so yeah i i have to thank you for this because you coming into my game has inspired at least two people to try and do voices no oh. uh, <laughs> which what can i say I, what can i say i like doing voices it's not like imperative but you coming in and having your first character talk like this oh definitely. yeah my first character talk like this he's from somerset <laughs> yeah definitely um Helped with confidence. Uh, Laura's first voice was basically female kazoo kid. Um, yep. And then from there, B 
built into Ryan doing a voice for Ben Miss, which is a classic, good old Scottish. Oh, yeah. And then also Scott as well, uh, doing yeah. a voice for his his dwarf barbarian, which was basically the Shrek. way he the <laughs> way he introduced it was so funny though, because like this was after the Beholder incident. This was like um, just after Nani was introduced, and essentially. Uh, the party were like, oh, you're a Healy dude. Go, like, to this temple and, like, to where we were beforehand and try and uh, figure out if everyone's dead or not and if you can save some dude. And I think we spoke to the dead of uh, Scrout and um, Edwin. And then after that, we uh, went over to the Beholder Lair, discovered it was empty, and then found this statue of a dwarf from where he was petrified. Uh, and after healing him, he just came out and he was like, Oh, my back hurts. What's going on here? <laughs> and he hadn't done a voice before that. Everyone like, yeah. added a voice to their new character. But his was just halfway through the campaign. Stumpy got a voice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, petrification does a lot of stuff to you. And I guess it messes with your accent. Yeah. But um, he definitely turned into a bit of a Mike Myers, and just yeah, I I very much respect that. He he suddenly became yeah, much fun. more funny. Like in general, though, Scott started like whipping out jokes as well, and like <laughs> in character. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, but oh, we're on about player character death. Oops. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, I suppose so. No one's died in Dragon Heist yet <laughs> not yet it might happen i don't know you guys have a pretty good team comp going on right now um yeah but i have had i believe one character death that i felt i liked in comparison to all the other ones um wow only one yeah only one um i played in a well i'm still technically playing in it but i've cycled to the next character you know um, yeah. I played a druid barbarian, which is the most broken ass combo in the universe because you can rage and be a bear, uh, which was oh my, God, yeah. which was my combo forever. Um, and I was mega invincible tank and couldn't be killed or so yeah. I thought, uh, until we basically did a stealth like mission drop in where I was an eagle and then we all dropped down and casted Featherfall and dropped and like took out a bunch of important people. I casted Spike Growth, all of the cultists died. Uh the Very guns cool. the crossbow dude just kept firing right in the face of some dude that I knocked prone. It was really satisfying. And then a portal opened up and a buttload of fiends started flying out and like everyone else ran and I started trying to do so as well but like I couldn't I was very uh -oh. stuck I was very stuck um uh -oh. and there was also someone else stuck with me so as a bear me expanding and then uh like giving like pushing the enemies back and also pushing my friend back who then proceeded to be behind me and could leave uh I got multi-attacked, and the first one knocked me unconscious, and then two more oh, stabs no. just killed me. Um, oh, no. And, like, 
it was interesting because now we have an arch nemesis that we're going to do a side quest to go hunt down because the party is like, all right, That's cool. fuck this dude. Uh, yeah, with, with player character deaths, like, you know, you have interesting story beats now. Like, um, even with, uh, like, the death of Scrout and Edwin, like, we had this fun little moment where, like, we could say, like, a final goodbye to them as, like, you know, Nanik sort of tried to talk to the ancient spirits and seek out these individuals and do some <laughs> mystic stuff. And it was this cool little moment where, like, we were all just kind of there, just, like, talking to these characters that we thought we wouldn't be able to talk to anymore. And it was just nice. Yeah, you, you had a conversation with yourself. I had a conversation with myself. That was that was uh, an interesting development in my D and D experience because I realized, like, hey, this is this is uh, kind of kind of uh, hard, and now I feel bad for you because, like, when you make two NPCs talk to themselves, it's just like, yes, hello, how are you today? I'm very good, thank you. Oh, that's very good. Yes. Yeah, I can do that for like 10 seconds and then it loses the novelty and I start forgetting what the conversation was about and I just keep talking about random <laughs> shit until someone like cuts yeah. in. Um, yeah. I don't do that often. I don't I don't get two NPCs to talk to each other that much. It's somewhat difficult to do. Um, yeah. For most, except obviously Matt Mercer, who I saw like pull off a full-on conversation with two NPCs and the entire yeah, party because, was just like, like sat there watching like respectfully and they yeah. were listening and like the conversation had cohesion and I'm like ah! <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was because like Matt Mercer has been playing for like a very long time and is like also like empowered by fabulous hair so dude I used to have fabulous do? hair, and then I chopped it all off. You you know that firsthand. I do know that, and it I, it just upsets me. <laughs> Whereas I I had a fabulous beard and a fabulous mustache, and then they all went away for a measly Halloween costume. You fool. I mean, you did look fabulous as Bowie, to be fair. Thank you. <laughs> Most appreciated. I, but... You know what? Linking it back, uh, the death of a beard means the growth of a new beard. So remember <laughs> that when your player characters die. Yeah, there's other elements as well. I had um, one of my characters died, and then they got revived, like with a raised dead spell, because the yeah that can happen. Yeah, it can happen. Believe it or not, like people can yeah. come back from the dead. Whoa. Death. Death doesn't always mean the end. Definitely not, especially in D and D. Um, oh yeah, I have like characters dying can send quite big ripples into the entire story. Uh, yes. So that character where my druid, uh, that campaign where my druid barbarian died, they are now therefore very cautious of fiends in general. Yeah. And they're. The party works better now because they've realized that even the big mega tank with resistance to most damage and about a pool of 120 hit points he can get back on a short rest can still die. So yeah, that that's oh one one thing that like I don't think I've ever 
like that we've never tried uh both of us as dms is um trying to bring back a character but like having to go to a different plane of existence to sort of try and fix that like i've heard a lot of people say um if you want to keep a player character from dying one thing you can do is have them go to um sort of like the ethereal plane or if you're in eberron uh mabar or uh the other plane of the dead that i can't remember the name of (laughs) but if you go to like a sort of undead plane and you're trying to search for the soul of this character it's like um not to like piggyback off critical role the way they ended the campaign was with grog dying um (laughs) for the first campaign and they turned that into a fun little uh two shot where they had to collect grog's soul and retrieve him uh in the first one and in the second one was like okay now what how do we get back home yeah i um i've definitely wanted to try a thing or two like that which that's yeah. high high level shit so we gotta wait a while for that we're running oh yeah definitely level five and level six campaigns at the moment so yeah got a long time to wait especially with me and my very slow ass level scaling yeah but um like james said the death of a beard can <laughs> what was it <laughs> The, the death of a beard means the beginnings of growth of it. I did, just just remember that the death of a character means the start of another one. They call you Socrates. I am, I am Socrates Junior. Socrates the sequel. Socrates two. Yep, that's me. Um, I think this has been the longest episode we've done, dialing in at thirty-five minutes. Yeah. Obviously, it's yeah, when us two is, get put uh, in. A, it's 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 when us two get put in a call together. Like, oh yeah, yeah. We have too much to talk about. It's it's a concern. <laughs> there's there's a lot to talk about. Um, even on something as simple as that, on the surface seems as simple as play character death. There's a lot of elements to it. So, yeah. Cool. And on that note, thank you for listening to TMD and D, starring James. Who might come again at some point who knows yes thank you for having me on uh you're welcome it somewhat helps because your input is i'm not gonna say more valuable than laura's <laughs> but you know what i mean i i, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't say that either i'd be careful you know what i mean you know what i mean <laughs> um hey laura yeah no she knows like she DM'd one thing, and I died in... Oh, shit, I died in that as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. The infamous first session and only session death that Laura tried. Oh. I feel like that deterred her from DMing a little bit. <laughs> maybe a little. Yeah, maybe a little. Um, but, yeah, cheers for listening. I don't know what we're going to do next week, but put in the comments what you want to listen to, because Laura told me to do that. Don't worry, I'm good at this. You, <laughs> uh, like, comment, subscribe. Go watch us on Magical Tea Party on YouTube because a few of you might be listening to us on like Spotify and not watching Ooh. our YouTube. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, check out our YouTube or check out the Spotify. Either way, uh, listening is 
thanks <laughs> thanks for doing that listening yeah. is uh uh thanks for t- <laughs> we're great professionals here james is going to um yep. university and studying you know <laughs> music, music stuff, stuff and... and i'm like here with a blanket over my head <laughs> trying to dampen out the sounds of my flat and they're still coming through and i'm like no i mean there's limits to that oh i just heard a door slam yep there you go that was what i'm on about like just every now and then there's a door slam and with that we'll see you in the next episode bye-bye bye, bye. bye.